Hey, uh, welcome to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. My name is Scott. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, we're listened to in well over uh, 32 states now. Listenership is up. Hey, we got well over 3,000 listens to the Teal Shirt Report podcast now. So thank you wherever you're listening, whether you're listening in Florida, Georgia, Alabama, state of Ohio, state of Washington, state of Colorado, Maybe your comedian, hey, comedian Miller Mark up in uh, New York listening in. Uh, he's always a good listener of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. And we listen to his podcast, too. Why am I a New York Knicks fan? That is Miller Mark's uh, podcast. So we listen to him now and then as well. But he does tune in. He, he enjoys the conversation on, on Urban Meyer, the new head coach, the new high-profile head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, getting right into the show, we'll mention uh, we're sponsored by Anchor.fm, simplest and easiest way to absolutely make a podcast, great creation tools. Um, they've had plenty of enhancements and improvements over you know the last uh, six, seven, eight months, and it's been a joy to come up here and do the podcast because especially Anchor seems to get be getting better and uh, better. I know that they're now known as Anchor by Spotify, but of course you can find Anchor at Anchor.fm. So um, thank you for listening. We're on all the biggie platforms, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pod Paradise, Buzzsprout, where uh, we do have a player uh, from Buzzsprout. So, uh, and, and, and I enjoy the look of the player and it sounds good. So check us out on uh, Buzzsprout. But again, our sponsors, Anchor.fm, Saucer Realty for your North Florida real estate needs, whether it's uh, home, residential, business, uh, commercial real estate, Saucer Realty. Uh, talk to my friend uh, Larry Saucer. You can find the link at BigJReport.com. Scroll our homepage. Please scroll our homepage. And in the North Florida weather, the 24-7 North Florida weather, about halfway through the weather report, uh, you'll find the link uh, to Saucer Realty for your real estate needs in North Florida. So again, our sponsors, Anchor.fm, Saucer Realty, LakeUfallahits.com, where it's all good. They've got uh, Rock Saturdays, uh, Hits 2000s in the evening, Monday through Friday, and great recognizable hits. You'll enjoy the music at LakeUfallahits.com, where it's it's all good. Great internet radio, LakeUfallahits.com. And, of course, you can follow us at BigJReport.com. Getting right into the Teal Shirt Report uh, podcast uh, this time around. And, yes, I am wearing my uh, famous Teal Shirt today. Uh, feel good here on the podcast, drinking some, um, some hot. Uh, French roast uh, coffee, the Starbucks French roast coffee. And I did an experiment. I'm actually using a different creamer because I couldn't find my Southern butter pecan creamer. So I'm, I'm actually been, uh, I gave it a try. The uh, fruity pebbles creamer, the Flintstones, I guess the coffee creamer uh, that's uh, 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 actually used by Fred Flintstone. I will tell you this, it's an experiment. It's a one-time and only thing because it does taste like uh, dark coffee. Um, 
it does take taste like dark coffee meets uh, fruity pebbles. So that's that's the truth. So in a way we go. We're going to talk about many things on podcast number thirty. Um, I want to especially talk about, and the coffee isn't bad. We mixed it with a little coconut creamer and the fruity pebbles, if you will. Uh, I'm going to switch back to another creamer, though, after today, I can assure you. We've, we've gone with the fruity pebbles for a couple of days. Um, as far as a new head coach, new uh, Jacksonville Jaguars head coach Urban Meyer goes, I, I do want to say this. You're starting to see... Urban Meyer put his stamp on the Jaguars, not only from free agency, you know, the latest April um, uh, 2021 NFL draft of college football players, but we saw something interesting during NFL minicamp. We understand that running back Travis Etienne, Travis Etienne, great, fast running back, can catch the ball out of the backfield. Urban Meyer is experimenting with him, and it looks like He's lining up at wide receiver quite a bit um, during the minicamp. Now, what does this mean? I think it means we could see him all over the field, wide receiver, running back. Uh, other teams are going to have to account for Travis Etienne because of all the speed. And if he can catch the ball, heck, he can catch the ball. He caught the ball out of the backfield for uh, Trevor Lawrence in college numerous, numerous times. So they're going to line him up at wide receiver, running back, it's going to be interesting. Tim Tebow, hey, I think the guy will at least, if nothing else, be the third or fourth string tight end. If he can catch the ball from the tight end position, learn the position, could Tim Tebow possibly, if he catches enough passes, score some touchdowns, could he be the NFL comeback player of the year? My goodness. I tell you what, the the imagination I have today, but hey, it's all good. These are good things. Travis Etienne, you you really started to see Urban Meyer and the workings of 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 his mind. I think Urban Meyer says, hey, we've got to get we've got to get matchup advantages during these football games. Travis Etienne being worked out at wide receiver. Of course, he'll play running back, wide receiver. Uh, Carlos Hyde, and of course. Um, uh, Robinson, James Robinson, you know, I, I see James Robinson as a starting running back, Carlos Hyde playing a lot, ETN in the backfield, but now it's looking like he's going to play some wide receiver. And when you got ETN, LaVisca Chenault, DJ Chark, going to have some weapons uh, for Travis, uh, um, you know, not only for Travis ETN, as Travis ETN will be a weapon, but these are the weapons for uh, Trevor Lawrence the new quarterback of the Jaguars. He's almost six foot six. I think he's, what was he listed at? Six foot five and about five eights or something like that. He's very close to six foot six. He can run like a deer. You know, we, we saw some of his uh, throws at the minicamp workout. I'm going to tell you, I've got a lot of contacts and everyone is telling me Travis Lawrence looks spectacular. I mean, he's throwing the ball fabulously. Um, you know, when you got a guy that's almost six foot six, runs like a deer, has a cannon for an arm, and he's won a lot of football games. I think he was what 34 and two at Clemson, uh, when he played high school ball in Cartersville, Georgia, won a lot of games there too. And now, you know, what I'm hearing from Trevor Lawrence is he's here to win. 
that that's exactly, you know, one of his quotes. Hey, I am here to win. The goal is to win, I believe was the direct quote by Trevor Lawrence. The goal is to win here in Jacksonville. Now, what have the Jacks done in the draft and free agency? They got they got offensive tackle depth, they've got cornerback depth, and they've got a franchise quarterback that may possibly be the best quarterback prospect since John Elway back in the early 1980s. Uh, one of the positions tied in, which uh, we, we got James O'Shaughnessy after releasing him, signed them back. I'm comfortable with James O'Shaughnessy. Uh, Tim Tebow will probably be coming into the fold. I'm, I'm going to say it's like 99.9% sure that Tim Tebow will be part of this football team after the minicamp. Uh, a little bird has told me he's already been in the building a good bit of the time since he retired from baseball. This is episode 30 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Glad you're here. This is an interesting episode. I mean, this is a you know, this is a, a confident and glowing episode as far as the Jaguars are concerned. After all, I can tell you what the goal is. It's it's to go to the Super Bowl within the next two to five years for the Jacksonville Jaguars. As far as Tim Tebow goes, I mean, you get you get these quotes from Urban Meyer saying that Tim Tebow is the most competitive maniac he has ever seen. If he can learn the tight end position, it would not surprise me if, if, if Tebow plays, catches some passes, maybe some touchdown passes. However, you know, they, they did, um, you know, draft a kid out of Ohio State that Urban is, uh, you know, very familiar with. Um, they got that uh, tight end, of course, uh, Luke Farrell, tight end out of Ohio State. There's been a lot of good talk about Jordan Smith, who probably needs to put on a little weight, uh, the edge rusher out of UAB, but uh, they traded up to get him. Um, of course, the uh, the general manager, Trent Baalke, traded up to get this edge rusher, um, and I believe Jordan Smith was actually originally at Florida and then transferred quickly to UAB and became a force, an edge rusher uh, at UAB. Jay Tefele. Defensive tackle at USC, the big six foot two, three hundred and five pound kid. I believe is a really good draft pick. The reaches, I'm told, Luke Farrell maybe a reach, but Urban is comfortable with him. Not only is he comfortable with him, he believes in him, or that they, they wouldn't have drafted uh, Luke Farrell in round five, top of round five. Um, also, Tyson Campbell, the uh, top of round two, the thirty third pick overall, giving the Jags some really high draft pick. Um, I guess you'd say some high draft pick relief or, or depth at cornerback, I should say. You know, they got C.J. Henderson in the first round last year. Uh, Tyson Campbell, a cornerback in the top of the second round this year. And, of course, in free agency, they signed Shaquille Griffith uh, uh, to the big uh, over $40 million contract to play cornerback. So you got three big-time potentially – good or even great cornerbacks. There's uh, cornerback depth. There's offensive tackle depth. And, you know, they're going to continue to work on, you know, the skilled position guys, but ETN working at a wide receiver during the NFL minicamp. So it's exciting. I mean, it's really, really exciting. The defensive line, you know, you, you add the kid from USC, um, talking about Jay Tufeli. He's one of, Probably one of my favorite draft picks, uh, 
you know, he of course was at the, um, heck, he was in the, um, he was the sixth pick, top of the fourth round, This the sixth pick for the Jaguars in the draft, but he was a fourth round pick at the top of the fourth round. Andre Cisco, safety out of Syracuse, hearing a lot of good things about him. Uh, he was a kid uh, taken at the uh, top of the third round uh, by the Jacksonville Jaguars. So a lot of exciting things happening. Uh, rookie NFL minicamp is going on now. Uh, the rumor is that uh, Tim Tebow uh, will be signed. I, I think he's been in the building. <laughs> he's had at least two tight end workouts uh, since he's been there, maybe three, but at least two tight end workouts, two different tight end workouts. He's going to play tight end. He's going to be at least the third or fourth string tight end uh, come hell or high water for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And uh, it's going to be interesting. Man, I'm going to tell you what, the Jaguars are relevant now. There's no doubt. And, um, hey, if it's not relevant, you're not going to hear it here on the uh, Till Shirt Report podcast. Thank you for listening. We got more coming up. And and we're also going to talk about what we've got planned here at the Till Shirt Report podcast. Thank you for listening in as many as 32 states and internationally all over the place, Northern Ireland, uh, Hong Kong. Hey, guys. you know, also where uh, UK Newport Wells, uh, Andy Powers, who recently moved, he's he moved a little ways down the road, but he's still in the UK, still in Wales, as I understand it. Uh, but we got listeners, you know, in Canada, and I, I checked the stats of the listenership, and uh, and heck, uh, we got them in Canada and Quebec, and there's some there's some uh, some some listeners in Canada on the west coast of Canada too now, I understand. So thank you all for listening. The international listenership is around nine or 10% of our total listenership. Um, most of our listeners are in Florida, of course, Georgia, Alabama, got a lot of listeners in Ohio where Urban Meyer used to coach Colorado where LaVisca Chenault, number 10, the wide receiver, second year wide receiver going into his second year where he played college ball. A lot of listeners, in Colorado, and I'm really amazed with the listenership we've got in the state of Washington around the Seattle and surrounding areas where Mark Brunel uh, played his uh, college football and where Gardner Minshew played at Washington State. So a lot of interest in different states listening to our Teal Shirt Report podcast. Also want to tell you we're going to be a high-intensive SEC football uh, during the college football season coming up. Um, covering the Florida Gators, myself, Scott, I've had a lifetime of Florida Gator football. I've, I've been a Florida Gator fan since the early 1970s, covered the Gators, you know, for, for well over 20 years in the media too. So, so your host, that's me, Scott, I'm going to be covering the Florida Gators. Alex is going to be covering the Florida Gators too. Our big J report.com sports reporter, uh, Mad Max, our Georgia Bulldog insider, will be handling the Georgia Bulldogs. And JC is an expert on Alabama and particularly the SEC Western Division. So we've got you covered with the SEC. That's the main conference. That's the main conference we're going to tackle uh, during the uh, football season. Some, um, some North Florida entertainment, other area sports, Panhandle Crusaders, and they play in a league called the, and sometimes I get the initials wrong, but it's, I believe, the APDFL. Uh, Panhandle Crusaders play on the Panhandle, you know, on kind of the west, uh, west, western side or Panhandle side of Florida. P- 
Panhandle Crusaders won a close game over the West Mobile 49ers. Panhandle Crusaders 21, the uh, West Mobile 49ers 20. That report comes to us from our our correspondent, uh, David Martin, who gives us uh, information on the Panhandle Crusaders and the APDFL uh, Semi-Pro Football League. We'll have more of the Teal Shirt Report podcast coming up. Stay tuned. Keep it right here. That music uh, means we're going to talk about the Southern Steam uh, here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast, episode number 30. Southern Steam now 2-0. Southern Steam now 2-0 in the Elite Indoor Football League after their their victory uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago. The Southern Steam uh, defeated the uh, Jacksonville Spartans. And, and the Jacksonville Spartans play their game actually in Hilliard in Nassau County. And they're an outdoor team, but they elected to play indoor football in this game against the Southern Steam in the Elite Indoor Football League. A lot of football being played, whether it's indoors or outdoors, but the Southern Steam, they're an arena team. They play indoors uh, in the Elite Indoor Football League. And the Southern Steam defeated the Jacksonville Spartans 46-22 to just a couple of weeks ago. Last week's game, sadly, was forfeited. The St. Augustine Yellow Jackets team did not make it to the uh, Ice and Sports Complex uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida, for the game last week. So it went down in the books as a, a, officially a forfeit. So the Southern team is 2-0. and uh, The game actually, um, uh, Coach Bobby Damerall said the game goes down as an 8 to nothing win for the Southern team over the St. Augustine Yellow Jackets. And of course, that would have been uh, that would have been last Saturday, uh, back on May the eighth, Saturday night, May the eighth, uh, back at the uh, ice ice and sports complex. We did some some interviews, Southern Steam interviews, on some of our past episodes. So check them out, especially I think episode twenty eight. Um, this is episode number thirty, so you can go back. In the stacks, as they say, and listen to some of the uh, previous episodes of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. The uh, Southern Steam will play the Central Florida Bulls uh, coming up on Saturday, May 22nd at 7 o'clock p.m. It'll be the uh, Southern Steam versus the Central Florida Bulls at 7 o'clock p.m. on Saturday May 22nd. So that's going to be this coming Saturday as we record this podcast on uh, on Sunday, Sunday morning, uh, May the 16th. So the next game for the Southern Steam will be versus the Central Florida, Bull- Central Florida Bulls. They're from Ocala. The Central Florida Bulls from Ocala will be at the Ice and Sports Complex uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida, at the Ice and Sports Complex playing the Southern Steam. Again, um, you know, limited uh, seats, limited tickets available for this event, but you're welcome to come. I think it's, uh, I think it costs $10 a ticket to go to the, uh, the game, uh, contact coach Bobby Damerall 
and um, you know we'll be um, we'll probably during this podcast give you uh, Bobby's phone number uh, where you can get tickets uh, to see the Southern Steam and the Central Florida Bulls play in the next game at the Ice and Sports Complex. Uh, we were talking uh, a little bit earlier today with David Martin, who's a, uh, a BigJReport.com contributor uh, here on the uh, Teal Shirt Report podcast. And he gave us the score that was played uh, yesterday on Saturday, May 15th. The uh, Panhandle Crusaders in the playoffs in the APDFL. The Panhandle Crusaders 21. The West... Uh, the uh, West Mobile 49ers 20. So again, the Panhandle Crusaders 21, the West Mobile 49ers 20, as the Panhandle Crusaders are in the APDFL playoffs now. Well, the uh, Jacksonville Icemen have been on a hot streak in the uh, East Coast Hockey League. However, they got cooled off a little bit as they, they did finally lose a game. They haven't lost many in April or May. April and May, I should say, but they did lose to the uh, uh, South Carolina team. You know, it was the South Carolina Stingrays. Um, finally, I, I guess a loss caught up to the Iceman. South Carolina Stingrays four, the Jacksonville Iceman two. But during this hot winning stretch, this hot winning stretch in April and now most of May, the Iceman now are twenty nine and twenty four. Three and three with three overtime wins, three overtime losses, but the record is twenty nine and twenty four, and then three and three on the overtime games, and they're making a run for the playoffs. The regular season will be ending on June the fifth, and I'm happy to report that they do have a winning twenty nine and twenty four record. They're very much in the East Coast Hockey League uh, playoff hunt. We had a chance to talk to uh, Baba Roblo who's uh, in the management group, of course, with the Jacksonville Iceman. The Jumbo Shrimp, they got beat on Saturday, May 15th as well. But, you know, the Jumbo Shrimp off to a good start in AAA baseball. The Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp are now 7-4. and four. The Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp are 7-4. and four. The Durham Bulls are now 7-4. and four. Uh, tough day at the office as the Durham Bulls defeated the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, Durham 14. The Durham Bulls from that movie, yes, from that movie, the Durham Bulls 14, the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp 3, the final score. Uh, Durham, the Durham Bulls and the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp are actually both 7-4 and four in AAA baseball. Really a high level of minor league baseball now being played in the Jacksonville uh, Florida area. So that's some of what is uh, going on this weekend on the Till Shirt Report podcast when it comes to North Florida entertainment and other area sports. We're also going to be checking in uh, with Alex Nunnery in a few minutes and get some of his uh, most up-to-date uh, reports and interviews uh, with our BigJReport.com sports reporter, Alex Nunnery. More of the Till Shirt Report podcast is coming up. You're listening to the Teal Shirt uh, Report podcast, and of course, the Southern Steam now 2 0. 
coming off the 8 to nothing forfeit win over the St. Augustine Yellow Jackets, but they game one where they did actually play a football game. Uh, they did defeat the um, Jacksonville Spartans. Uh, final score was 46 for the Southern Sting, 22 for the Jacksonville Spartans. Hey, those were really good kids uh, that were playing for the Jacksonville Spartans, uh, playing, I believe most of them playing their first indoor uh, football game, playing in the elite indoor football league. I think they had about 20 players or more that showed up. They kind of wore down the Southern team a little bit. The Southern team only had like nine or 10 players that first game. They should have more players for the next game, uh, which is coming up uh, this coming Saturday. Of course, uh, this coming Saturday, the Southern team uh, will be playing the Central Florida Bull Bulls out of Ocala. Now, going back to uh, that first game where they um, they did defeat the Jacksonville Spartans 46-22. to They did have an injury in that game. Uh, got banged up a little bit, hurt his leg, uh, Prince Gideon Hutcherson. And uh, we had a chance to talk to him, and I asked uh, uh, Prince Gideon Hutcherson, offensive lineman and defensive lineman for the Southern Steam. I said, how's the leg feeling, uh, Prince Gideon? And he told me in some, some messaging on Facebook, I said, how's the leg feeling, Prince Gideon? He said, I'm bouncing back, so be back at uh, this upcoming week's game against the uh, Central Florida Bulls. And I told Prince Gideon, I said, hey, I'm glad to hear that, Prince Gideon. And he said that means a lot. So he's ready to suit back up for the next game against the Central Florida Bulls as uh, we had a chance to talk to Prince Gideon just a couple of days ago, doing some messaging uh, on the Facebook platform, of course. Um, so the Southern Steam, they're 2-0. They'll get ready to play the uh, Central Florida Bulls. Some other recent semi-pro football action. I know the Southern Steam is considered indoor or arena football. In the APDFL, uh, the Panhandle Crusaders 27, the Louisiana Lightning 6, uh, going back a couple of weeks ago. The Argyle Avengers in the FCFL Semi-Pro Outdoor Football League, the Argyle Avengers 10, and the Daytona Beach uh, Broncos nothing. That game was played you know, just a couple of weeks ago, actually. So that's some of the uh, latest in um, indoor and semi-pro football action. I know the Jacksonville Sharks getting ready to start their National Arena League season. And, of course, we'll be covering the Jacksonville Sharks. I know there's teams nearby, the Orlando Predators, the Columbus Georgia Lions as well, uh, that play in the National Arena League. The story we've got is that when the Jacksonville Sharks play their, their first 2021 National Arena League football game at Veterans at the uh, at the Vistar Veterans Memorial Arena. We understand that in early June, when they start playing and have their first home game, capacity is going to be near 100%, and that's good news to hear. We've gone through this COVID-19 era, you know, for uh, actually for well over a year now, about four, right at 14 months of the um, – the COVID health issues that have canceled games, postponed games, even canceled seasons. So glad to hear things are starting to get better with, um, you know, more and more people getting the uh, vaccines, whether it's the Pfizer, the Moderna, or yes, even the Johnson and Johnson. So I guess get the vaccine of your choice, right? Um, 
As far as the Jaguars are concerned, you know, I was doing some tabulating on the draft, and some of the guys the Jaguars drafted, I got quarterback Trevor Lawrence with an A, uh, running back Travis Etienne with a B, but he's, he brings a lot of speed and can catch uh, the ball out of the backfield. And as we talked earlier in this podcast, already at NFL minicamp, Urban Meyer has him lining up and working out as a wide receiver, which is quite interesting. Um, Tyson Campbell, a C plus in my draft grades uh, for the individual players and, and probably only have him at C plus because, uh, he was considered a reach. There are a lot of people that said, Hey, you know, he, he might not have really been drafted and normally he might've, might've gone another 20, 25 spots later in the draft, but Urban Meyer believed in Tyson Campbell and drafted him. I'm looking forward to hearing from our Georgia Bulldog football insider, uh, Mad Max soon about his opinion about Tyson Campbell who played for the Georgia Bulldogs. And he was drafted at the top of the second round, 33rd overall for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Offensive tackle Walter Walker Little. I gave him a B minus. Uh, safety Andre Sisco. Hearing a lot of good things about him. The safety kind of a ball hawking turnover type machine is what Urban Meyer is hoping for. Uh, Andre Sisco, the safety out of Syracuse, will rank him a B. We'll take a look at some of the other players in you know future podcast as well. On our last podcast, episode 29, we did take a look in detail, in complete detail, at the entire Jacksonville Jaguars schedule for 2021. So if you want to, you know, check up on and get our opinion on the 2021 football schedule, 17 games on the schedule now, uh, go back, simply go back to episode 29 and uh, check it out. So that's some of the things going on. We gave you, uh, you know, gave you uh, some of the other area sports. We're going to join Alex Nunry also in uh, just a moment. Again, the Southern steam got credited with a forfeit win eight to nothing over the St. Augustine uh, yellow jackets just a few days ago. That was what last Saturday. Um, Let's see. That was a last Saturday game. Uh, back on May the 8th, the game never came to fruition. So the Southern team, um, did beat the, uh, Jacksonville Spartans back on May 1st, uh, 46 to 22. The Southern team got credited with an eight to nothing forfeit win over the St. Augustine yellow jackets, uh, going back to Saturday night back on May the 8th. So the Southern team now two and oh, their next game will be May 22nd, Saturday night, May the 22nd against the central Florida bulls. They are from, uh, the Ocala area. So you're listening again, you are listening to the teal shirt, uh, report podcast. We're going to take a look at uh, North Florida entertainment real quickly. We try to keep you up to date, you know, with the concerts, uh, that are going on in the area. We're also going to check back in with, uh, you know, Alex Nunry and get some of his reports and interviews. Alex has been doing a lot of high school, a lot of high school baseball here lately. And, you know, as far as the concerts, uh, we still need to update some of these concerts, but some of the concerts that, that I am, you know, actually uh, recommending in the area that are coming up, you know, like the Molly Hatchet show, uh, which of course, you know, is going to be coming up in just a few days here in May. So some of the shows uh, that are scheduled, Molly Hatchet on May 28th of 2021 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater in Jacksonville, Florida, where they've been at 50% capacity for a good while, and I'm sure that's going to be 
increasing and there'll be a higher percentage of, of people allowed to go to the shows here soon. So again, Molly Hatchett on May 28th of 2021 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida. Now, how about this one? Green Day with Fallout in Weezer on July 31st of 2021 at 5.30 p.m. at TIAA Bank Field in Jacksonville, Florida. Also, Motley Crue and Def Leppard with Poison at TIAA Bank Field in Jacksonville, Florida on Saturday afternoon, August 7th of 2021 in Jacksonville, Florida at 4.30 p.m. on that Saturday, August the 7th. So the show starts at 4.30, but obviously will continue into the evening and, and nighttime on Saturday, Saturday late afternoon, Saturday afternoon, August 7th, and then into the nighttime on that same Saturday night, August the 7th. Elton John and the Goodbye Yellowbrook Road Farewell Tour coming up next year. Elton John, the Elton John Goodbye Yellow Brick Road Farewell Tour in 2022 on April the 23rd of 2022 at the Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida. And again, I want to thank uh, David Martin very much uh, for the report that he made me aware of in the APDL that uh, the Panhandle Crusaders, they were victorious on uh, Saturday, May the 15th, uh, we congratulate the uh, Panhandle Crusaders. That's right, on a the Panhandle Crusaders on a 21-20 win over the West Mo- Mobile 49ers. Panhandle Crusaders 21, the West Mobile 49ers 20. As it's playoff time. They're having their playoffs now in the APDFL. And uh, that's according to David Martin as the Panhandle Crusaders. The Panhandle Crusaders defeated the West uh, Mobile 49ers. Panhandle Crusaders 21, the West Mobile 49ers 20. The final score. I want to thank uh, David Martin uh, for that that report, reporting that score to us. You're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. This is episode number 30. Uh, we're now going to join Alex Nunnery. Let's uh, now join Alex uh, with one of um, his fine reports. Uh, Alex Nunnery is a BigJReport.com uh, sports reporter and does interviews and reports here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast for us. Let's now join Alex Nunnery with some of his very latest reports. The final here from Fortune Trail High School. It's the visiting Spruce Creek Hawks from Beautiful Port Orange, Florida, one, and the Bartram Trail Bears, nothing. Brandon Neely, the Florida Gator commit, got the win for the Hawks. Chase Dunlop with a game-winning run. Brandon Neely, the game-winning pitcher for the Hawks. Chase Dunlop scored the game-winning run. Sebastian Iguar, a Lincoln commit, the game-winning hit for the Hawks. The close by Preston Weatherall. We're here with the winning head coach of Spruce Creek in his first season. That's Matt Cleveland. How did you all play tonight, coach? Thought we played good baseball, man. If you pitch and play defense, you, get, you give yourself a chance to win. I mean, their, their guy on, on the mound was really, really good. But we had some good swings off him. We are just kind of hitting the ball at people early. And then he settled in and made it tough on us. 
But, I mean, with Brandon Neely on the mound pitching like he did tonight, I mean, I, th I feel like we got a shot against anybody. So, um, dude, just happy to get out of here with a win. That's a great team over there. And uh, it was a great team effort, and uh, I'm proud of our guys. Yes, sir. Congrats on the win. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We're here with the Florida Gator, Brandon Neely. Seven terrific innings on 106 pitches. How did you throw tonight? Uh, I felt good. Um, felt really good, honestly. We went in knowing that it'd be a good game and um, knew how to do my job. And um, knowing my team would hopefully come through with a win, we sure did. And it felt really good, too. All right. How is it like committing to obviously one of the best Power 5 schools in the Gators? Uh, it's really uh, rewarding. I committed to over probably about three years ago now and um, it's always been a dream school to me and it's not too far not too close and the facility is really good so I really enjoy being committed there and signed and hoping to take my uh, future to Florida. All right thank you. Thank you. But we're here with Preston Weatherhall the Florida State commit. How, how did you pitch tonight in that seventh in that eighth inning? Uh, I felt really good, you know, it was good to get out there. It's been a while, so it was good to get out there and just throw the ball, you know. All right. How often do you talk to Coach Meat at Florida State? Um, I usually talk to the assistant coaches, so it's been a while since I've talked to Meat, but, yeah, All right. often. And, like, how is your connection with, like, Baumeister and Connor Moore and some of the best in Jacks? Uh, we, have a, we have a group chat, and... We talk often there, so, yeah, we're pretty right. close. Thank you. Thank you. All right, we're here with one of the best center fielders in the country, the Gator, that Corey Robinson. How did you all play tonight? Played good. Played as a team. Played good defense. Um, bats found barrels all game. They just made good plays, and we kept fighting the whole game, and defense came through. Pitchers kept shoving and came out on top. All right. How often do you talk to um, Coach Drollman and um, the Florida staff? Uh, we like to catch up. Um, we have a group chat, and we all keep tabs on each other and send in some highlights when we can. But, I mean, they're, that's, that's about it with that. All right. Thank you. Sure. All right. We're here with Chase Dunlap. Chase Dunlap, the UMass commit. How did you play tonight? Uh, I did pretty good. Um, I got out the first two at-bats. Came in the last of bat, had two strikes on me, fought away a couple pitches, and then got hit by a curveball. Score, ended up scoring by Sebastian, laying down a perfect squeeze, and it was the highest moment I've ever had in my entire life. All right. How often do you talk to the UMass staff over there? I talk to them about, like, once a month, just catch up with them. They got a season going, so don't want to, like, interfere with that a little bit, but I talk to them on the – talk to them monthly – get to know what's happening, get prepared for next year. All right, thank you. Thank you. All right, we're here with Sebast Sebastian Igor from Spruce Creek. How did you play tonight as a player, Sebastian? Well, it was a pretty intense night. I got out my first two ABs, and then teammate Chase gets on third base with one out, and I just came into the plate and thinking, just got to get my job done, and I got the bunt down to Get a winning run. All right. How is it like scoring that winning run in a playoff game compared to, like, regular non-playoffs? 
It must have been one of the biggest moments in my life. It was very intense. All right. How about Lincoln University? How often, I heard you committed there recently. How often do you talk to them? I talk to them about once or twice a month. Just try to keep in touch because I also have a season going and I'm not trying to interfere. Just you know, stay okay. in touch. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Congrats to the Fleming Island Golden Eagles baseball team on a terrific 3-2 win over Creekside this past Wednesday night. Angelo Schianti from Fleming Island scored the game-winning RBI. Well, the game-tying RBI for the Fleming Island Golden Eagles. And then Aiden Mastantuno with the game-winning RBI for Fleming Island. Cody Carwile, 11-0 on this season, got the win for Fleming Island. The Golden Eagles will play tonight at home against Childs and the regional. The Fleming Island Golden Eagles, led by Trinity College of Connecticut baseball commit Angelo Schianti, Aiden Mastantuno, a Florida State commit, and Cody Carwile, a Georgia Tech commit, Jack Gidcombe, a FSCJ commit, and Dylan Dudonis. AFS, CJ commits. The Golden Eagles will play tonight at home versus Childs at Flaming Island at 7 p.m. in the regional championship game. The winner of that game will go to the state semifinal game. Childs, located in Tallahassee, Florida. Ladies and gentlemen, Jack Goodcomb's dad, Jeff Goodcomb, one of the best pitchers in Gator baseball history. He's in the Gator Hall of Fame as well. Jeff Goodcomb, 151 innings pitched in the 1988 Gator baseball season. That's a season, that's a school record as well. Gidcombe led the Gators to their first ever College World Series appearance in 1988. Gidcombe, now the AD at Forest High School in Jacksonville. Good luck to both Fleming Island tonight and the St. John's Country Day School Spartans as they both will play in the regional championship, St. John's Country Day School will play North Florida Kristen tonight at 7 p.m. at St. John's Country Day. Flaming Island will play Childs tonight at home at Flaming Island High School. The Golden Eagles, led by one of the best left-handed pitchers in the country, Senior Cody Carwile, a Georgia Tech commit, and one of the only pitchers in Florida with an undefeated record 
this year. The Charles Timberwolves, as they call them. Charles High School, located in Tallahassee, Florida. Charles, led by one of the best catchers in the country. A sophomore, Jackson West, an Alabama commit. They are also led by Chris Sandfield, Drew Knapp, and Drew Nelson. Stanfield, a Auburn Tiger commit. Nelson, a Auburn Tiger commit as well. The Charles Timberwolves. Located in Tallahassee, Florida. A really good private school for baseball in Tallahassee, Florida. Charles led by Dalton Knapp. Chris Stanfield. Jackson West. And Drew Nelson, among other great players for the Charles Timberwolves. Drew Nelson, a 22 commit to Auburn. Chris Stanfield, an Auburn commit. And Jackson West, one of the best catchers in the state of Florida and maybe the country. He's only a sophomore, West is. He's an Alabama Crimson Tide commit. Flaming Islands, Angelo Schianti. In his first year in Florida, originally from the beautiful state of North Carolina. What a season he he has had. Leading the Eagles to the regional championship game tonight versus Childs. Schianti, a really good Third baseman for Fleming Island, the Golden Eagles. Fleming Island, led by junior pitchers Divine Valley and Isaac Williams. Divine and Isaac, both JU Dolphin baseball commits. Congrats to Tyler Santana, one of the best. Senior pitchers in the nation. A starting pitcher for JU. In his final home game at JU. Beats UNF. 12-2 last night. Santana. Seven really good innings. Ruben. Some Mayan. Two for two. For the Dolphins. Christian. Coypel. A Dolphin home run last night. Corey Heffron. With a hit as well. Dakota Jalila with a hit as well. Samayan won the best center fielders in the country. No errors in his career. He is a senior. Koipel, a redshirt junior. The Bulls School Fighting Bulldogs. Led by Jackson Baumeister. We'll play at Pensacola Catholic this coming up Wednesday in the class for a regional final.
The winner of that game will go to the state semifinal. State semifinal games are in Fort Myers, Florida. At JetBlue Park. Congrats to the Fleming Island Golden Eagles baseball team. On winning. Last night over Childs. 3-2. Justin Labesh for the Eagles. Went 3-for-3 with one RBI. Angelo Schianti got a hit for the Golden Eagles as well. Dylan Dudonis with five really good innings for the Golden Eagles. The Golden Eagles will play in the state semifinal game for the first time in school history this coming up week. Congrats to the St. John's Country Day School Spartans on advancing to the Final Four in Class 2A for the first time in school history. Connor Moore, a Florida State commit, homered again. Van Howell with two really good innings. Brad Hodges with five really good innings as the Spartans defeated North Florida Christian four to nothing last night. Congrats to the Spruce Creek Hawks on advancing to the final four in class. 7A, the Hawks defeated Lake Brantley last night 5-1. The Hawks, led by catcher Henry Dinkman. And second baseman Dalton Hurst. The Hawks are also led by first-year head coach. Matt Cleveland. The Golden Eagles of Fleming Island are also led by Marcus Murray, Caleb Simmons, and Drew Holmitz. The Golden Eagles of Fleming Island, led by head coach Grant Bilgen. Hey, Alex Nunnery, thank you for those reports. Alex Nunnery, a BigJReport.com, a BigJReport.com sports reporter. Alex, thank you for the reports. Alex does interviews and reports also for our Teal Shirt Report podcast as well. So, again, Alex Nunnery, thank you very much. Uh, We did just receive another semi-pro football score this time in the FCFL. The Argyle Avengers keep winning and keep advancing. The Argyle Avengers 26, the Lakeland Jokers 12. I guess the Avengers had better jokes. Uh, again, the final score, the Argyle Avengers 26, the Lakeland Jokers 12. 
the final score uh, for the uh, Clay County team. They're right there at the Clay County Duval County border. The Argyle Avengers 26, the Lakeland Jokers 12, uh, the final score. And Alex, thank you for those reports you gave us as well. And, and fantastic uh, interviews, a lot of high school baseball and college baseball reports uh, from Alex Nunnery. You've been listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. On the Teal Shirt Report podcast, of course, we talk primarily about the Jacksonville Jaguars, but we also handle a lot of North Florida entertainment and other area sports as well. This is episode number 30 of season number two. And I want to thank my producers that really make me sound a lot better. And they give me a lot of great information and things I can talk about and and help really support our uh, Teal Shirt Report podcast, which is now listened to in as many as 32 states across the United States. And we're listened to uh, worldwide and internationally, too, in Northern Ireland, the U.K., uh, Quebec and Canada, West Coast of Canada. Now we're all over the place worldwide. New Zealand, Australia, Puerto Rico. Check us out. And uh, Hong Kong, too. Hey, guys. But uh, Northern Ireland's probably been one of our biggest international areas that, that have listened to us. And, of course, I want to say hello to Andy Powers. Give him a shout-out um, in the U.K., in Wales. Also want to say hello to Mad Max at the Alabama-Georgia border. Uh, He's our Georgia Bulldog football insider. Um, My name is Scott, the host of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. I kind of handle the Florida Gators with a lifetime of Florida Gator football knowledge. Alex Nunnery helps me with the Florida Gators. Mad Max is our Georgia Bulldog football insider. And J.C., one of our producers handles Alabama and primarily the Southeastern Conference Western Division as we get closer to college football. We love to we love to cover and talk about the Southeastern Conference uh, football, basketball, what have you. And, you know, a lot of great sports in the SEC, obviously. That's a look at the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Again, my producers, um, Alex Nunnery. And JC, thank you for listening to episode 30, season number two of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Hey, you guys have a great day, and we'll be back at you uh, real soon. You're welcome to check any of our episodes out. Um, we started the Teal Shirt Report podcast back in mid January of 2020. In the year 2020, we did uh, 82 episodes, and now this is our 30th episode here in the year 2021. So it kind of gives us a grand total of about of about 112 episodes uh, through the year 2020 and now into the year 2021. Again, the Till Shirt Report podcast has been produced by Alex Nunnery and JC. I'm Scott, your host. Have a great day. Thanks for supporting and listening to our podcast, the Till Shirt Report podcast. Have a great day. Hey, we'll talk to you soon. 